Hi, this is Janice. And I'm Sarah N. And we're your hosts for Explore This, a podcast for the modern day working professional. Each week, we explore actionable insights on how you can thrive personally and professionally. Welcome to 2022. What a year 2021 has been. We have officially closed the door on 2021, said goodbye to it, and ready to kickstart the new year with this brand new episode of Season 2, Episode 1 on the Explore This podcast. We're so happy you're here to join us. And yeah, to kick things off, Janice, how was your Christmas and New Year's? Oh my goodness, I'm so excited to kickstart this new year and... Wrapping up 2021, being able to see you in person finally has yes. a highlight, I gotta say. So yes, guys, just a little bit of update. My 2021 December was actually pretty special because I finally made my way back from Hong Kong to Malaysia. Well, I do have a scary 21-day quarantine to look forward to when I return, but you know, we'll cross that bridge when it comes. So it, December was amazing. I got to have that long-awaited reunion with my family, with my friends, my partner, and of course, with Sarah. Woohoo! That was so much fun, right? Yeah, and not to mention, we managed to squeeze in a two-day, one-night trip between Janice, another friend, Priscilla, and myself. We made our way to Kuala Selangor, and it was really quite a chuti-chuti Malaysia experience. It was super wholesome. I mean, we were really up close and personal with nature, like with the monkeys, with the mozzies, with the fireflies. It was definitely a great way to, you know, take a nice walk down memory lane and, and nature as well. Definitely lots of good food. We had like good and cheap seafood in this little village of Kuala Selangor. We took lots of photos at this very special place called the Sky Mirror, where we took a speedboat out 30 minutes into literally the middle of nowhere. <laughs> if you want tips on how to get there, we're definitely going to share that with you. DM us. And another highlight of the trip was just spending some girly time getting together, meeting Janice in person, face to face. And yeah, I think that that was definitely one of the highlights of seeing each other as well. Yeah, it was honestly much needed. And I'm really glad we managed to make this trip happen. Thank you, Sarah, for slotting uh, this event on our calendars about you know a month or so ahead. So trust Sarah to make things happen. But Sarah, tell us all about your exciting Christmas and New Year. Guilty as charged, you know me, the moment I found out that Janice was able to make her way back to Malaysia, the first thing I said is I'm going to lock in a <laughs> weekend away. And as I say, if it's not in the calendar, it's not happening. So yep, guilty as charged. Mm -hmm. So yeah, my Christmas or my December overall was filled with lots of good food and I would say very merry and Christmassy vibes. I too had the chance to reunite with my partner. So this December was definitely a special month for both Janice and I. That's definitely a bonus for us to be with our loved ones. And it was so nice to have people over at home. Something we didn't get to do last year, if you think about it, Jen. December 2020 was very much different from what it was in 2021. So in my case, there was lots of home-cooked Christmas meals and basically a lot of calories to account for. But you know what they say, calories during Christmas and New Year do not count. So I'm counting on that. And so in our last episode in Season 1, Episode 19, we spoke about our personal reflections of 2021, some highlights, lowlights, and lessons learned from that very challenging year. But you know what? That year has come and gone. And in this new year, 2022, there is so much for us to look forward to. Hopefully, we are slowly but surely being over and done with this pandemic. 
Don't forget to check out this season one, episode 19 episode if you haven't already. But in today's episode, we definitely have very exciting things to share with you. Janice, would you like to tell our listeners what they can expect in this episode? Like you mentioned, Sarah, we're looking ahead, we're looking forward, and we actually wanted to put a little twist on this kickoff episode for season two, of course, us being extra as usual. Instead of the regular, you know, goals, resolutions for the year, we wanted to actually share some personal reminders that we would like to carry forward into the new year of 2022. So in other words, we're having 12 reminders for the 12 months of 2022. So hopefully this exercise will help us set the tone for the year to come and to keep us on track with our goals for this year. So with that, would you like to kick us off on your personal reminder, Sarah? So my first reminder for 2022 is going to sound a little bit geeky, but it's to always keep a book in your bag. And where I come from is this. Instead of doom scrolling while waiting, usually in the car, for the grab, or even to pick up coffee, what I would recommend for myself and what I hope to be a reminder to myself is to pick up a book and read instead. Sometimes, or actually most times, we scroll our phones and social media out of habit and often mindlessly. And so as James Clear says, Systems are important to build good habits. And in this case, putting a book in my bag will help me to build the habit of picking up a book instead of my phone whenever I'm bored. So that's definitely a very practical and actionable reminder for myself and maybe for some of our listeners in case this might be relevant for you. I think I want to steal this personal reminder as well because I do catch myself, you know, scrolling on Instagram or, or just going on Facebook whenever I'm bored. So that's a really, really good one. To that, I would add is to actually delete some social media applications. Mm. I personally have deleted Facebook off my mobile for many months now. Yes, that's that's a good one for those of you out there thinking of how you can declutter your mind. Think about that as well. For me, my personal reminder that I would like to have in 2022 is to be consistent with doing the inner work. So what that looks like is to continue prioritizing my mental health and to put into practice mindfulness. And this actually came about through my coaching sessions that I spoke about in episode 19, where I was reminded of the importance of being aware of all of my inner monologue and to minimize negative self-talk and catch myself whenever I go down these negative spirals. So how I plan to put that into action is to be consistent with meditation. Uh, I've downloaded Headspace and I plan to use that more regularly, carve out time for daily prayer and to continue my life coaching sessions um, as well as to do regular reflections on the side. I love that, Janice. I'm definitely keen to hear more about how this pans out for you, especially since this has a lot of internal processing that you need to kind of consciously do. So yeah, would love to, to hear a little bit more about how this develops as the new year comes along as well. As for my second reminder for 2022, it's to never trust your memory because it will most probably fail you. So where I come from is I always think that we shouldn't 100% rely on our memory it's important to take time to journal, to make notes, to write down things that happen and reflect on your learnings early and often. I've shared this in a previous episode before, but I think it's something that has benefited me. So just to share some of the most recent listicles that I've started, this might sound a little cheesy, but it includes things like little things that make me smile. 
a failure log where I keep track of certain failures that I've experienced, but I've taken away some learnings from it, as well as the most recent one being ways to ask good questions under my personal Explore This podcast folder. So for example, if I listen to a podcast by other people and I notice a very interesting way that they ask a particular question that I can get inspired from, I would actually note that down really quickly into this ongoing active running list so that whenever I'm preparing for an episode, I can also seek inspiration from there. I love it, Sarah. I think based on all of these different categories of things that you have compiled, right? You could possibly write a book after a few years compiling everything together. I'll be so fascinated to read that book of all of these gems of wisdom that you've collected from various sources over the years. I think there are some categories or some listicles which probably should never see light of day, but that would definitely be interesting if that ever happens. (laughs) Nice. We'll touch base with you more on this (laughs) later on. So my second personal reminder, I would say, is to consume mindfully. And how I see it is from a food and social media consumption perspective. So I'll go with the food one first. To be mindful about what I feed myself, essentially. In this year, I want to aspire to cook more regularly. It doesn't have to be anything fancy, but just meals that are simple, but meals that nourish my body. So I want to be more intentional about that and make sure that I keep this as a regular habit. And from a social media perspective, I want to be intentional about decluttering my social media feed as what you talked about, Sarah. By doom scrolling, that takes up bandwidth in your space. So I want to be careful about what I consume and what I allow to feed and speak into my mind. And I haven't done a social media culling exercise in a while. This is something I usually plan to do at the end of every year. I haven't done that at the end of 2021. So I will be sure to get started on this social media culling exercise. (laughs) Yeah, definitely important to kind of notice what post or which kind of people you follow, which might not necessarily spark joy. If it's something that causes you to compare yourself, then you know that it might be time to unfollow certain people. And I think it's also recognizing that it's okay to, to declutter and to have fewer followers, but if it means consuming things that would actually spark you joy. Exactly. A Marie Kondo exercise essentially for the timeline. All right. My third reminder for 2022 is on the importance of finding a sponsor at work. Now, I heard this on a career panel talk just last week, and I thought it was really apt to share this on today's podcast episode, which is about the difference between a sponsor and a mentor. So a sponsor talks about you and advocates for you when you are not in the room. A mentor, on the other hand, talks to you. And Janice, I'm not sure about you, but for myself as an early in career, as an MBA graduate, I'm definitely recognizing the importance of having someone speak about you and advocating for you to people that matter. On that note, I definitely think that we should do a podcast episode on the topics of mentorship as well as sponsorship. If this is something that you think might be relevant to you, we'd love to know that as well. That's such a good one, Sarah. Mentorship is a concept that we are quite acquainted and familiar with, but having a sponsor is something that I personally have not really explored or really, you know, thought too much about. But having, you know, heard you share about this with me, I do think it is so important. So thank you so much for highlighting this. That's something that we can really explore further, especially if you guys are interested to hear more about it, send us a DM. So my third uh, personal reminder, I would say, is also work-related. And it is to lean into the discomfort and enjoy the process of learning. And this was a learning that I actually shared about. uh, I I wrote an article uh, on LinkedIn in my first year of my career pivot about some of the lessons that I learned. 
And this to me right now is still something that I find very relevant. And I definitely want to carry this forward in 2022, especially um, to say yes to things that make me uncomfortable. And one of the examples I can think about is that I've been asked to host a workshop in Mandarin. Um, wow. this, yeah, in the next few months, I have, you know, I one or two months to prepare. So I'm feeling quite okay about it. But because it's my first ever workshop and it's going to be a bit technical, I'm not going to lie, I'm a bit worried about it. But with practice, hopefully that will be able to help me ease myself a little bit more into it. There are also quite some new changes at work, which would involve me to upskill and to pick up new skill sets. So with this idea and mentality of being comfortable about being a beginner and, and to just get comfortable with learning, and just lean into the discomfort, I would also hope to invest time in holding certain technical uh, skill sets that I have in mind and to even get myself certified in some of it. So this is one of the reminders I'd like to have for myself in this new year in terms of the work front. Definitely important to lean into the discomfort, Janice. And I can't wait to hear about how hosting the workshop in Mandarin would look like. But more importantly, I love the idea of continuous upskilling and this whole growth mindset. It's definitely something I'm 100% on board. I personally have not had the chance to do some technical upskillings at the workplace, which is something I try to do once every quarter. But it's definitely something that I haven't prioritized. So thanks for that kindly reminder. I'll make sure to schedule it into my upcoming year as well. My fourth reminder for the year 2022 is on the topic of prioritizing health and body. Now, I know it seems like it's a given, but you know what? We all need this very basic reminders every now and then. So in case you haven't heard it or you need another kind reminder, here it is. Drink more water. It sounds like a given, but honestly, I do have friends who need to force themselves to drink water. If you're listening to this episode, you know who I'm talking about. Guilty. You know I'm referring to you. <laughs> Exercise regularly, be mindful of what you eat, but also to be sure to enjoy your meals. I, I think we come from a country with such amazing food and cuisine, and I don't think it's necessary to starve ourselves or to restrain ourselves too much. I think it's really important that we maintain a good balance Oh, and on that note, it's so important to moisturize daily. This is my reminder to myself because future Sarah will thank present Sarah immensely for it. I feel like I might have to write this down as a list simply because I'm one of these people that you mentioned that need to be aggressively reminded to drink more water. <laughs> it is so important, you know, simple, but often something that's easy to be overlooked. So great reminder. My next personal reminder, my fourth one, is also kind of on a health and wellness note, which is to be strict about sleep. And I know once again, right, self-explanatory, but guys, as I'm inching towards my 30s, and don't laugh when I say this, but I can actually feel the difference when I don't get sufficient sleep. And what I mean by sufficient sleep, it's seven hours minimum for me. When my sleep quality gets compromised, I feel kind of wrecked the next day, just exhausted, no energy to function. So it really does take a toll on my body. So yeah, good quality sleep really does make all the difference. And I really want to make sure that I get a minimum of seven hours daily. Bit of a tall order for me, but I really want to try to be consistent with my sleep routine and to cut caffeine by 6 p.m. and to have no devices in bed at the last hour. And some of these are best practices that I actually learned from neuroscience professor Matthew Walker, who wrote the book. It's called Why We Sleep. Highly recommend that. He's also did this really great podcast uh, on TED Talk on 
the same topic. So I highly recommend to give it a listen if you're curious about sleep and on how you can develop a good sleep routine. If you're any of Janice's friends in Hong Kong and you see her trying to buy a cup of coffee past 6pm, here is your chance to call her out on it. Janice and myself, we're both caffeine junkies, ashamedly, I would say. So we are trying our best to cut down as well. We know that it's probably good that to not be completely addicted or to be reliant or dependent on any specific stimulant. And Jen, I love the reminder about having a consistent and minimum seven hours Eight, if you can, of mm. sleep daily, because at the end of the day, we know how the sleep debt cycle accumulates and how it would affect our overall performance and our mood as well. Totally. I mean, these things do add up, you know, you don't want to be chasing to um, clear your sleep debt on the weekends and have the vicious cycle just repeat itself. So setting that healthy daily routine would definitely be very beneficial, especially in the long term. Definitely. So for my next fifth reminder, for the year 2022 is about being wise about what I buy. Not that I splurge or shop a lot, but if I ever do have a need to buy something, instead of buying it as my first option, I should try looking for either secondhand options or if there are people who are trying to give it away, I could always look into that. I've also come to learn about recycling, reuse Facebook groups that we can leverage on. And it's something quite new to me. I haven't necessarily tried that out. But a classic example of how this recycle reuse has benefited someone that I know personally is someone who found a fish tank for her hamster through the Buy Nothing Facebook group. And coincidentally, the giver was trying so hard for the past one year or so to get rid of the fish tank. And so as they say, one person's trash is another person's treasure. So my reminder to myself is definitely to think twice before buying something brand new. Always try to see if that might be some other ways to source for it so that I can be a little bit more eco-friendly and sustainable, especially when I approach this as the whole. I think what you just shared is such a good reminder about being aware of what you're buying. You know, if you can thrift thrift if you can share it or just do close swaps i think even among friends it's a great way to be able to reduce consumption especially of fast fashion so definitely which reminds me i'm coming over to your house to clean out your closet for you <laughs> please do <laughs> all right janice what is your next reminder for us and our listeners yeah my next reminder also on a consumption and finance front is to actually review my expenses and track my expenses frequently. So we all know that tracking your expenses will help you stick with your budget and show you exactly what you're spending your money on, especially if it's excessive, right? If it's too much food in a month or too much of entertainment. By tracking expenses, it will give you a very clear picture, essentially, of where your money is going to. So guilty as charged, I haven't been as disciplined as I should have in 2021. But needless to say, you know, the year has, has come and gone. No point crying over um, spilled cash. So I do plan to utilize expenses tracking apps such as Spendy or Money Manager and to track my money on the same day itself. I know, Sarah, you have a habit of tracking your expenses. Do you also use Spendy or Money Manager? We are not sponsored, by the way. Yeah, so the application that I actually use is Spendy. Oh. And Janice, I'm not sure if this might help you, but one of the ways that I found helped me is the moment I whip out my credit card, my debit card, or the moment I kind of QR anything to pay or even with cash, 
because I have my phone in my hand all the time, I try to almost immediately, as soon as I can, pop that amount into spendy almost immediately. Mm. I'm not a fan of accumulating receipts to later put it into the spendy app at a later date or at the end of the day or at the end of a week because I don't like keeping all these receipts. I want to try to get rid of it as soon as I can. And I do that by making sure I record the expenses as soon as I incur it. So if this is something you think might work, I definitely encourage you to, to give it a shot as well. Some people prefer just accumulating the receipts and then sitting down for one hour at the end of a week to, to kind of input it. But I realized that doesn't work for me. Really good tip. I think the daily thing works for me. Probably like end of day exercise. So yeah, good shout on that. Yeah, I think it's important to know what works for you and you do you. But making sure that it's a habit to follow through with expenditure tracking is definitely one way to help us manage our finances better, especially in this new year. All right. So my sixth and final Personal reminder to myself and to our listeners out here is on the importance of having a creative outlet and a side hustle outside of work. For me and Janice, I'm sure I'll say on our behalf, I can't be happier that we both have a side hustle like this Explore This podcast because I recognize that our days are so filled and so consumed with work more than eight to 10 hours in a day sometimes. And you really need to have something outside of work to occupy your time. It shouldn't only be flooded with work. I actually think it's unhealthy, but it's important that you genuinely find something to do that sparks joy, a hobby, an interest that you want to explore. And just to overall scratch your creative itch. So for Janice and I, we're so grateful that we have listeners that still find value in what we do through the Explore This podcast. And we definitely hope to continue doing it. But if you are only consumed with work and don't have a creative outlet or any other side hustles outside of work, we definitely highly recommend that you try something out. And you know, as scary as it was to start this side hustle, I'm really glad we did it, you know, to take this leap of faith because as as we now realize, if you did not try, you wouldn't know how fulfilling that venture could be. And in our case, it was something that obviously is time consuming. It's quite laborious, but definitely a labor of love and something that allows us to just fully express ourselves creatively. And I hope you guys enjoy listening to this podcast as much as we have created it. Yeah. So, you know, I'm going to share my final personal reminder, which is to learn to celebrate progress and the journey than to fixate on the outcome. So this one was a big one for me. In 2021, I realized that I often got frustrated because there were a lot of things that I felt were not happening quickly enough and I wasn't seeing success in particular areas. But I realized that that there is time to really do the work and and to hustle hard, but there's also time and space to also give myself some grace and cut myself some slack. Because it is true that life is a marathon and not a sprint. There are some things that will take time to come into fruition. You know, good things often do take time for it to happen. Rome was not built overnight after all. So it is important to give myself some grace and to be patient. So I think this was a post also I saw on Instagram quite recently that it's not just about where you end up, but also who you become along the way that really matters. Cliché as it is, it's not about the destination, but really it is about the journey and to just relish the experience along the way. So this is a reminder to myself and hopefully to all of you out there who may need to listen to this reminder. That's beautiful, Jen. I love that reminder about 
the becoming process as well being equally important, not just the destination, but the entire process, because it does build up character. And like you say, the process of exercising the patient's muscle is definitely a trying and a challenging one, but it's a necessary muscle to build. And so with that, that is 12 reminders for 12 months ahead of us. And I will summarize my six reminders and Janice will go ahead with hers. My first one is to always keep a book in your bag. Number two, do not trust your memory. It might probably fail you. Number three is on the importance of finding a sponsor at work. Number four is on prioritizing our health as well as our bodies. Number five is on being wise about what I purchase and last but not least, is on the importance of having a creative outlet and a side hustle outside of work. Great stuff. And my six personal reminders. The first one is to be consistent with doing the inner work. My second one, to consume mindfully. My third one, to lean into the discomfort and enjoy the process of learning. My fourth personal reminder, to be strict about sleep. And my fifth one, to review expenses frequently. And my sixth and final one is to learn to celebrate progress and the journey than to fixate on the outcome. So I think this wraps up our 12 reminders for the 12 months of 2022. We hope you enjoy this episode because it's a twist to the regular goal setting. These 12 reminders might not necessarily be goal oriented, but we still think it's Kind reminders, gentle reminders for ourselves and something that both Janice and myself as well as you as our listeners can hopefully benefit from these reminders. And on that note, we love to ask each other surprise questions. I think some of our followers who have been with us throughout the entire season one episode know to expect that Janice and I will ask each other a surprise question that none of us knew about previously. So with that, Janice, my surprise question for you is, drum rolls. If you were to give a TED talk, what would it be about? Oh, <laughs> if I were to have a TED talk, I would probably be talking about something that is personally very relevant and something that speaks directly to me, which is silencing my inner critic. Because this is something that you know, I kind of resonate to the type A archetype, right? Growing up, trying to achieve those perfect straight A's and then going to uni and trying to, you know, achieve that dream of being a partner by the age of 30, having lived a very like checklist life. I grew up with a lot of criticisms in my mind and a lot of thoughts of like, you're not good enough in X, Y, Z. So it's been honestly a whole work in progress and a whole journey in trying to silence that inner critic and to learn to be kind to myself. And for now, I would say that I've actually been able to overcome a lot of these inner demons of mine, but it's definitely still a work in progress. So it's probably a topic that I personally resonate very deeply with and something that I would like to probably share with other people. All right. I can't wait for the opportunity to hear it on a TED stage one day, but also if a TED stage was to not happen, it's still definitely something that you could speak about because I'm sure it resonates with a lot of our listeners and myself as well, Jen. This is such a great question, Sarah, and I wish I could ask the same back to you, but we might, okay, we'll do it offline. <laughs> <laughs> and if you as our listeners are interested to hear our offline answers, definitely DM us and you know maybe take Janice and I out for a coffee. We'll be sure to share it. So my question for you, Sarah, and I hope it sweeps you off your feet as well. Oh, dear. Is, what was one defining moment in 2021 that taught you something new? So 
a moment in 2021 that taught me a lesson that I learned, which was defining to me, is when borders started opening up in Malaysia, finally, after many, many, many months, and I was finally able to reunite with my partner who I was separated with for many months. And yeah, Janice, you you and I have spoken about this a lot because you were also in the same boat of being separated from your partner. But I think the lesson that I learned from this, which was very crucial, is definitely on the art of letting go. As we both, again, have spoken about before, we resonate as sort of one third or, or two thirds type A personalities. And, you know, we like to plan ahead. We like to know we're in control of certain circumstances and situations. But in this particular case, you know, travel restrictions, especially borders opening or closing and all these geographical restrictions was definitely something that was out of my control. So I really had to learn the art of letting go and recognize that what I can control are my emotions and how I respond to this. And so, you know, there were many different things that I did to try to creatively bridge the gaps in, you know, long distance relationship and things like that. But it definitely was something that I think built my character as well, because I recognized that, okay, Sarah, you have control over how you respond to these circumstances. And yeah, that was my defining moment that I learned something in 2021. Great question, Jen. Thank you so much for sharing that. I know it's something that's very personal to you. And I think it's a lesson that was learned the hard way as well, right? Having gone through a lot of tears, blood and sweat as you tried your best to make it happen. And ultimately, you succeeded, right? And it was a tough lesson that was learned in the process, but it's great to hear how it has also built your character. And also, I'm sure that it would have strengthened your relationship as well. Definitely. And so with that, it's been such a joy recording this kickoff episode of season two for our Explore This listeners. And Janice and I took some time over the December period after our final episode in season one to also pause and recalibrate. And we took the time to collect some feedback from our listeners through a survey. And we've heard about the topics that you've enjoyed through all the episodes that we've recorded, which are on mental health, productivity, time management, and especially on unconventional career stories. So we will be sure to have more content on these topics as well as to bring in more guests around these areas because we know that these are topics that are actionable and relatable with all our listeners. And as we are wrapping up now, we hope that you have a wonderful and colorful year ahead. So we'd love to hear from you. Do reach out to us on DMs, on Instagram. Share your Insta stories when this episode comes out. And also, more importantly, your one reminder for the new year when you listen to this new episode. We always love to hear and learn from all of you. So thank you so much, everyone. And we hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you've stuck around to the end of this episode, we want to say thank you for exploring with us. And if you don't already, please follow us on Spotify, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, leave us a rating and review, and most importantly, share this episode with your friends. We'd love to hear from you. So you can also connect with us on Instagram using the Instagram handle Explore This Podcast. A-C-T-S-P-L-O-R-E This Podcast. New episodes for Explore This drops every Monday at 8pm. See you then! Thank you.